Welcome to episode 9 of the Brew Time Podcast. I'm your host Fiona and today we are going to be talking about repurposing your email content. So go grab yourself a brew and settle back and listen to the show. So as I said in the intro, today's um, podcast episode is about emails and how you can repurpose your content from your email marketing. But before I get into that, I just wanted to have like a little little rundown reflection about the whole process of creating podcast content in case you're thinking of doing it. The reason is that this is episode number nine and most podcasts get to an average of seven episodes before the person quits. Uh, it's called pod fading um, or not said in New Yorkshire accent, pod fading. Um, it's, it's an actual thing where people get to seven episodes realize that a lot of work goes into creating a podcast and then they give up and they quit because they haven't got the listeners they expected to get or they thought it'd be easier or I don't know they thought that someone might have told them it's their one thing they need to do to get a seven figure income whatever um but this is episode nine so I've kind of I've smashed that and I'm going to keep going but um I also want to reflect back on it because like the tagline for this podcast is doing content differently. And half the time I forget to say that in my intros and I even forgot to say it in today's intro. So you probably won't realize that the whole of the Brew Time podcast is about doing content differently and putting things good back into the world. Unless you've been listening through the whole nine episodes I've put out so far, in which case you might have got that in the odd three or So the other thing that I wanted to point out is that obviously every other week I have a conversation with someone who's doing content differently. And then on the in-between weeks, you've got these smaller episodes. And I really want to keep them small because the whole idea behind calling it the Brew Time Podcast was that you can drink your cup of tea or your coffee or whatever it is you want. And you can then get crack on and do a little bit of content work because you've been given a really cool little tip or trick to do or a task to do that's in your with that will make your content for your business much better so it's important to me that these episodes stay short but today i think it might be a little bit longer because i've got a lot to say about repurposing email content because there's a few ways you can go about it so I'll get on to that in a minute the other thing is I totally forget to say sign up to the newsletter where I send out these little actions on the day the podcast goes out and I think you know if you want to get a bit more out of this podcast like you've listened to your episode about content repurposing or you've listened to an episode about a conversation with someone and they're trying to do something different with their content then it's sometimes nice to have like a little prompt to get you to think about how you could do this in your business and action it in your business but as a content producer I'm not very good at remembering to say sign up to the newsletter so I've said it about twice in this episode which probably makes up for a bunch of other episodes where I haven't said it at all and I will be creating some really cool things to help you get better at getting more out of your content without it taking up loads of your time I just want to produce something that is 
actually genuinely going to be helpful for you rather than I don't know another PDF which you've probably got loads of that you don't even look at on on your hard drive so um so yeah I just wanted to, to have a chat about those things then for more like learning points for me on creating a podcast because I'm most definitely still learning this content format and oh here's a good lesson if you're curious about how to do something I totally recommend just diving right in and doing it and then learning as you go because you'll probably figure out what works for you more than if you follow in a set of instructions of what's worked for someone else and you can like adapt and tweak and change and do it that way um in another earlier episode and i'll link to this in the podcast notes victoria tretus talks about treating your business like a big science project and that's kind of what you have to do with your content is treat it like a big science project so she's got some really good points in that but i'll link to that podcast episode in in the show notes right this week if you've not already drunk half your cup of tea by now this week i wanted to talk about your email content because you've probably got if you've been building your email marketing list or you've got an email marketing list if you haven't build one um, if you've got an email marketing list, then chances are you've got all these lovely emails you send out weekly or fortnightly or whenever you feel is right for you. And then the content goes and that's it. And it's gone. No one sees it again, apart from however many people happened to open and read that email. And to me, that's a bit of a waste. And I've kind of thought this for a while. And then in one of my blogs called 12 things I've learned from clients you can go I'll link that in the show notes one of my clients um takes all their emails and puts them into a sequence so you sign up to their mailing list and you go through these sequence of emails so these emails that look like they're being sent on a weekly basis are being used over and over and over again so if you think about it this way if someone signs up to your lead magnet in week one and they get email from week one that you happen to have been thinking about right then then you've got someone who signs up in week three well they've missed those first two emails what if they found them useful so how do you get them to see those emails so set the i think it's just a bit sort of ingenious this idea of setting things up as a email sequence that you people through it also takes a bit of pressure off of coming up with things to say every week because you can bulk write your your emails um and do it that way now there is a downside about this because you might be sort of thinking well what about relevancy like is something i wrote six months ago going to be relevant and newsworthy and have a, a hook that is going to interest people six months from now so i'd say one it depends on your business and two if you're creating content you need to put it into one of two camps it's either newsworthy and limited time period or you're creating it with some sort of longevity so what you say six months from now should still be relevant and hold its own as it much as it did on the day you first said it now if you're thinking on the subject has changed or the world's changed slightly or 
something has shifted in the industry in which your business operates in, go back and tweak those emails. A good way to, to know which emails to tweak is to have um, a spreadsheet with all your content on so you know what's where and you can find it and you can filter it easily. And then you know which emails you need to go and sort out. But apart from that, they're really, if you're creating quality over quantity, then you should really be able to reuse that. So that's the first way of being able to reuse your email. So reuse your emails as more emails. That might not work for you. And you're sat there thinking, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not digging that. There's got to be another way that I've got all this email content. What can I redo with it? There's plenty of other ways you can reuse your email content. You can pull chunks out and use them as social media content. If you're talking about a subject, then you're probably talking about it not in a silo. You're, you're talking about it with plenty of other people in the groups and the networks you're in and in your social media. So instead of writing a bunch of social media posts every week, why not get one or two of them from the copy that's in your your newsletter? Then that way you've you've saved yourself some time writing writing more more copy. You can and when you start doing this, this is the magic behind it. That when you start thinking like this, like, I don't know, um, I'll write a newsletter this week about repurposing email content. But when I do it, I'll think in terms of, okay, how can this be reused? So I need to break my copy down into small bite-sized chunks, maybe put in a pull quote in there. What graphics might look good in the email? Is there any images that I can use, that I can be reused on social media? And once you start thinking like that, you suddenly find yourself, the, the nature of your emails change and you find yourself writing slightly differently so that it's easier to pull this stuff out. The other way you can use your email, and again, I know clients who do this, I know other people who do this, I actually do this the reverse way, is to use your email and turn your email into a blog. It probably needs embellishing on and extending and like optimizing for SEO and a bunch more of the like nuts and bolts and bows and dangly bits putting on it um but it's you're not leaving you're not putting all this effort into writing one email and then just leaving it to like that that's it it's done you've you've spent probably at the minimum an hour putting it together thinking of things to write and then what that's that's an hour of your your life when that could be repurposed into a whole bunch of other things and you get more for your content money from doing that and it'll attract more people to your business and all that good stuff so there's a couple of ways now I said I do this in reverse so I want to tell you how I do this um with with the podcast as I said earlier there's a newsletter to go with it so I take what I'm talking about in the podcast and put that into a newsletter and then I'll often take a blog and put that into a newsletter or I'll take a blog and put that into a podcast and put that into a newsletter so or I'll take the podcast put it into a blog and also create the newsletter 
I tweak the language because it's for different audiences. Like the people who get my newsletter have made a commitment to receive this newsletter each week. And so they get a little extra bonus thing in there. And my blog serves a different purpose to what this podcast does. So I tweak as I go, but that is so much easier and saves so much time than creating three different pieces of content plus social media content, which is a full-time job. I mean, it is actually a full-time job for a lot of people doing that. It is my job doing that for my clients because I, I exist, my job exists because this stuff takes a lot of time. And it's, it's kind of a shortcut, but you're not really cutting corners. What you're doing is lining up how the conversation is going with your audience and you're joining all the dots together so that you're saying the same thing, you're giving a clear and concise message and that message is repeated in a certain way that your end your end user, so you guys, my listeners, and my blog readers and my newsletter recipients get the same message, but in slightly different ways and for slightly different reasons. And then people who might follow me on social media are there going, what are you on about? You put your podcast on social media when you remember. So, um, but using the newsletter copy to create something else for it makes that whole process easier. And actually, sometimes you you might get the newsletter and not notice that it's formed the seed of an idea of what my social media posts are. And it stops me sitting there each day going, oh, what shall I post today? I don't really know what, what to put on there. Because it gives you things to and this is the the good thing about creating regular content is that in doing so you are giving yourself breathing space and permission not to have to sit and come up with a thing to post each day on social media you've got your content your main your, your blog or your podcast or your video you can use that as the seeds of the ideas for what you put on social media. And all of this doesn't just save you time, it saves you a whole lot of headspace as well. So hopefully that's explained to you why you should totally use your email content for other things and to think about it like as the bigger picture, like not everyone's going to see that one email that you spent loads of love and time and energy creating but why just let the few people who happen to be on your mailing list at the time at which it was sent be the only people who see that because that email could reach out and help other people the content you put in there could be the difference between someone taking an action on something in their own business or solving a problem for them or answering a question And it's kind of not really their fault that they didn't happen to sign up in the weeks preceding your sending that email. So let's just get a bit smarter about how we... I I like to think of this as like um, disappearing content 
site one of those this message will self-destruct in 30 seconds um how we use this disappearing content so it stops disappearing and starts being made more relevant and we see it more often again i'm just going to say this quickly it's because if you are drinking your cup of tea that that cup is empty by now if you got a teapot pour yourself another one in um but this is important because it's yeah you're you're creating a habit of making quality content of taking one thing like your email and making it better and improving on it and that's really important so you're not constantly creating something new you're tweaking and improving and creating something better so it it follows the whole quality over quantity let's make some content that actually makes a difference in the world rather than churning out content because we think we have to or for the sake of it so if you take nothing else away from this long short episode today make it that you've you've got to create something that will eventually make a difference in the world by creating quality over quantity So thank you for listening to today's Brew Time podcast. I hope it was helpful. I hope you enjoyed it and you didn't mind me rambling on a bit longer than usual. Next week, I am going to be joined by Lottie from The Copy Club. And if you haven't heard of The Copy Club, I'm so excited. So very excited I've got her on the podcast. Because if you've not heard about The Copy Club, uh, I strongly recommend you go find out about it listen to next week's episode so she can tell you all about it but it it was pretty much the best thing I did for my business in 2020 so if that doesn't sell it to you I don't know what will um but yeah tune in next week uh I will see you then sign up to the newsletter